So I think I'm curious to excuse this question because that's a core question we have in the community. And I, I think that's your, the basis of your work that you try to understand the nonlinearities that could, and that's also what Professor George by said then that they could be beneficial for like buckling, uh, like for example. But the question we have in the community, I think you, I hope you can answer in detail for that, how we can access the beneficial material, uh, the nonlinearities in the material and geometrical structure as well so that we can get interesting information. That's the first part, how we can access them. Yeah, so how can we access this nonlinearity, right? The idea is, okay, this, this nonlinearity can help us, but somehow they are not always easy to be accessed. So first of all, now this range of material we are using, so rubber, elastomers, yeah. hydrogel, those help us a lot because those material, you know, they can sustain large deformation without breaking. With metals, it's different, right? They go into plasticity, so they change their behavior. Mm -hmm. So with rubber, it's much easy, more easy to assess these nonlinear regimes. The material nonlinearity are helping, but they're quite limited. So mm -hmm. then we need to couple those with geometric nonlinearities. Geometric nonlinearities, somehow I think we are lucky because, you know, engineers and physicists and researchers have studied those for, you know, a more than a century. Yeah. And now, I mean, the point is, the question is also, how can we realize those in a robust way and in a simple way? Mm -hmm. And I mean, in a robust, what I mean with a robust is typically these nonlinearity are very sensitive to geometric imperfection. So, you know, and those geometric imperfections are un unavoidable. And so now we want to make them, I want to make sure that these nonlinearity manifest themselves every time and in any prototype. Mm -hmm. So that's probably a, that's a challenging part. Yeah, I would like to skip because I'm curious. This is, I think your research line is, is really, I think, ahead of time for how we focus on the designing of robotics. And when we ask about this part of research, I had the perception, I don't know if you agree, that it's not really well invested uh, investigation in this research line about embracing or trying to access this nonlinearities, either through modeling or intuition or being innovative. Do you agree with that? And why? I, I sort of agree, but I also think that the research community interested in soft robotics is moving in that direction, right? And clearly, I mean, it's, the area of soft robotics is quite new. And at the beginning, it was very exploratory. And there was so much to, and it was, you know, at the beginning, there was a lot to explore. And now people are trying to figure out what are the most exciting and promising areas. Mm -hmm. And so now there start to be more focused research on specific areas. And I believe that the exploitation of the nonlinearity, I hope, is going to be one of these. So mm -hmm. there's, you know, I see anyway also on the modeling side more and more uh, concentrated effort in trying to really understand the behavior of these uh, soft machines. Yeah, yeah. So maybe a student could ask you for, as you mentioned, about intuition to design structure that could give you this interesting information. Um, how how you get this design? What could be the important parameter significant to you in designing that can also enhance the, alongside the material nonlinearities? How you can figure out that? And also, if I ask you also about what could be the area of direction of research could be very promising in this research line, but the community seems to still disagree or doesn't give much attention. I mean, I think that trying to really exploit this nonlinearity, this 
geometric nonlinearity and really to push these soft robots into this, you know, these nonlinear regimes and try to exploit this is promising. Mm. And, you know, my group has been working on it. George has also been pushing for it. And somehow some, what we are seeing is also very simple phenomena as, you know, closing a tube or inverting a cap. Phenomena that, you know, we somehow encounter in our daily life because, you know, are playing a role in the design can be basically play an important role in this mm -hmm. machine. Yeah. So I think this is kind of exciting and um, and also promising somehow. Now I forgot about the first part of your question. Yeah, if the student asks you how you structure, I mean, we, you, get, you mentioned an intuition, but how you get like uh, inspiration that that would be the most significant parameter in the geometry you can you can extract this nonlinearities and also plays a significant role besides the material nonlinearity. How you can figure out that? Of course, there's tool, but how you can get that at first time? I think the way we look typically at this problem, we start exploring literature because, as I said, the, the study of these geometric nonlinearities have a, a long history in the mechanics community. Mm -hmm. So we typically start from there and we look at this, you know, different type of geometric nonlinearity. Might be recently we look at snapping of a shell. And then, you know, looking at the literature, we get a pretty good picture of what are the features associated with this specific nonlinearity. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then the next step is try to associate, try to figure out where this feature can be used or exploited within a robot, right? Which functionality can they give us? And mm -hmm. then there are a lot of practical questions. How can I incorporate this specific element, the specific element, structural element into a robot? How can I, you know, embed it into a, a certain machine? How can I make sure that it functions how it should be? And then how can I make sure that this behavior that it gives me produce a, a given functionality? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think maybe the um, interesting part about um, based on what you try to do, do you think how you thought about, what is your thought about that using traditional control techniques to force um, the soft troubles, for example, to certain deformation or actuation. Do you think that we can replace that with the uh, nonlinearities that we get from uh, the material uh, and the structure? Yeah, the, yeah, I see where you're going. And I believe that's quite ambitious, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, probably a most the strategy that I see more suitable for, you know, realizing soft machine I, capable of a variety of functions is to combine the two. Take advantage of nonlinearity, but probably down the road, we also need to couple with simple control strategies. Maybe what we can do, we can a bit simplify the control strategies because, you know, nonlinearity can help us in getting specific, you know, specific pieces that you need for the control. Mm -hmm. 